Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Kaumet here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue with our End Times News Report Week in Review. So from March 18th, 2023 to March 25th, 2023. So seven days of some pretty hot headlines. Right, Susan? Well, yes, they almost don't get hotter than this, but every week it seems to be consecutively worse than than it was the previous week. So, I don't know. Yes, you know, we're just taking these things seven days at a time, basically. But, yeah, thanks for being here. Anybody who's new to the show, welcome. And for all you guys out there that hang in there with us week after week, we love you guys, and we appreciate you sharing our videos. But what we do here is we line up international headlines from all of the world publications and news sources that coordinate with Bible prophecy that's in the Bible. And as a basis of our Bible prophecy, we use the structure of Dr. David R. Reagan's list of 50 prophecies that have come to pass. And we also include that. We've got a Facebook page for that, by the way. I'll mention that. It's uh, 50 reasons why we are living in the end times. So why you are living in the end times. So go over there and check out that page. I know it'll be a, a very informative for you. So let's go forward, Dina. We've got to really make this happen. We've got a bunch of stuff going on. Right out of the gate, I want to just mention this. I This headline came out, and I want to mention it because it's so it's just harrowing. And this is a situation where there is a missing 14-year-old Indiana boy, and he's missing, and his parents punished him. They made him wear a T-shirt that said on it, liar and cheat, on the front of his shirt. And uh, he didn't come home, and he's missing, has been missing, and they're looking for him in Eaton, Indiana, was the last they've seen him, and he's just plain disappeared. You know, they made him wear a shirt that had, I am a liar, and I hurt my brother, written in ink on the front of the shirt. And so now he's missing, and they're doing a major search for him in the woods and everything. So we really need to pray on behalf of that family. That's tragic, I think. Well, shame on the parent oh yeah right (laughs) oh yeah no credit for the parents that's absolutely beyond um that's abusive it's abuse it's totally abusive and now they're paying the price for it and i certainly hope this boy turns up i do so definitely putting that out there for your uh, prayerful consideration and these are the times we're in we're in these end times demonic abusive parenting is going on all over the place okay let's go ahead forward with everything this headline is you know this is all you know you got to take this into consideration things are moving fast now and you know the titanic's going down and here's a headline that reflects that un demands global guidelines on internet speech to silence insects thriving in the dark what does that even mean (laughs) well it means anybody who says anything that doesn't you know jibe with their ideology is insects in the thriving in the dark okay so there you have it serious stuff and you know that's you know we have free our freedoms our freedom of speech i mean even if somebody says something that you don't always agree with we still have those freedoms you know it's changing 
it's changing. Okay. So I don't know if this is accurate or not. And, uh, but satanic video game allows players to activate blood altars and sacrifice friends to demons. Did you hear about this? No, this is the first time I'm hearing it. Well, I mean, there are some really nasty and ugly games out there for people to play right now. Doom is one of them, is very demonic. Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that. This is all demonic. The satanic subliminal messages in video games are no longer hidden. They are out in the open. A video game news site, Push Square, reported a new game called Deceit 2 will allow players to sacrifice their friends to demons and activate blood altars in order to tear down the veil of reality. And the new game is being categorized as a social survivor horror game that will be available for both platforms anyway that they're in. I I don't have to mention that part. We've got a lot going on along the same line, the artificial intelligence. And this headline is says, this won't end well. Scientists hope to create AI, uh, also known as artificial intelligence from human brain cells. (laughs) Listen, we don't have to generate news because we have a slow news day anymore, okay? This is real (laughs) stuff. Okay, scientists at John Hopkins University are working on research to enable AI to be constructed using human brain cells, arguing that the use of organic materials is more efficient than traditional computing systems. The technology has come to be known as OI, or organoid intelligence, and scientists have already achieved success in programming organic materials. In October, scientists in Australia linked a dish of 800,000 living brain cells to a computer, successfully teaching it to play. They were able to get it to do a And this is from John Hopkins University. I mean, Pong, right? I don't know. That that seemed kind of tough at the time it was out, right? Pong. Okay. All right. No comment. Uh, But I don't even know what that is. It's that ping pong game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it. It was one of the first video games that ever came out. Okay, that probably dates me, but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the nefarious treaty negotiated by Biden through executive agreement would forfeit the sovereignty of both federal government and the states in violation of Constitution. This is having to do with the headline, The WHO Pandemic Treaty is a Constitutional Nightmare that Risks America's Sovereignty. And that was uh, LifeSite News mentioned that. And so we're really looking at some serious things going down and this constitution and the laws of the united states which shall be made in pursuance thereof and all treaties made or which shall be made under the authority of the united states shall be the supreme law of the land and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby anything in the constitution or laws of any state notwithstanding and so reads the article six of the u.s constitution and right now the very sovereignty which means no higher authority of the united states States is at risk, and Article 6 is at the center of it. The traitorous and lying dolt currently exercising the powers of the presidency is negotiating a deal with the World Health Organization through an executive agreement over health powers that would have America submit to the dictates of global health bureaucrats. And so you need to check that out for yourself and see what the news is saying. And we could go on and on about that topic, but we won't. What we will do is talk about the Fed announces a launch of FedNow, 
real-time payment system sparking debate, and that's going to take place this July. That is the beginning stages of digital currency, okay? And if you don't know what that means, look it up and do some research because that's serious. That's leading to the point in the Bible where the people throw their cash into the streets because it has no longer has worth, right, Dina? That's right. And the Bible says it's going to happen. And, you know, they're going to throw their dollars and their coinage into the streets because it will absolutely be worthless at that point. And they're beginning the stages of moving us into that point. And if that's not end time prophecy, I'm really not sure what it would be. Oh, here's something really interesting. You know, this guy Macron over in France. No, oh, yes. yes, they tried to say that he was the savior of the world at one point. Mm hmm. <laughs> okay, well, here's the headline. <laughs> All right, well, that's certainly comical. Macron, now this was Twitter, invokes Article 49.3 of the French Constitution, which allows the government to unilaterally pass any law without a vote. Protests have already begun in Parliament against Macron's decision. The deputies drowned out the speech of the Prime Minister with the anthem. So Macron invoked Article 49.3 of their constitution, which allows the government to pass any law without a vote. Pro protests have already begun in Parliament against his decision, and the deputies are moving towards that end. I mean, that's pretty, pretty frightening for France, wouldn't you agree? Mm -hmm. And interesting, we're going to talk a little bit about Pope Francis in yes. an interview. Interesting things coming out of the Pentagon or out of the Vatican lately. Out of the Vatican. In an interview to mark his 10 year anniversary, Pope Francis appeared to deny the existence of hell, saying that it's, an, it's not a place, but is simply a state of the heart and a posture towards life. The pontiff's comments form part of a lengthy conversation conducted by Argentinian news site Perfil, one of the number of recent interviews the Pope granted journalists to mark his decade upon the papal throne. Touching on a number of topics he discussed with other reporters, Francis also spoke about his philosophical and theological thought along with aspects relating to global politics. And so we could go on, on and on, but you get the idea there. It says here, expanding on his answer, Francis described hell simply as a state, a description which appeared to refer to a state of mind. Hell is a state. There are people who live in hell continuously. That was his comment. You know, he's under fire for comments denying the existence of hell. And he should be because Jesus himself spoke about hell more than heaven. Mm -hmm. That's true, Dina. You know, people do not take the Bible literally and they need to because uh -huh. the Bible uh -huh. actually describes what hell will be like. I know. I know. It's it's very clear in the scripture, extremely clear. I mean, Revelation 14 is very clear when it talks about what will happen to those that take the mark of the beast and that worship uh -huh. the image of the beast, that they uh -huh. will burn forever that there is no end there will be no water there will be no sleep there will only be torment consistently that's hell oh wow i mean you know you you 
you're telling me. I mean, listen to this statement. He clarified that he was not referring to suffering generally, but to those who make a world of bad or sick self-referentiality and end up living in hell. Okay. Wow, that's that is so vague. Like he's the the king of vague, right? You know, and I mean Jesus wasn't vague. He said you're better to cut off your right hand and enter into heaven without a hand than to go to hell with one, yeah. and to pluck out your eye and go into heaven without an eye than to go into hell with with your eyes. Now I just want to clarify that scripture just a little bit. We don't want you going out gouging out your eyeballs or cutting off your arms, but simply repent to Jesus, ask him for forgiveness, and turn away from that sin. Now, I have to say that to be on the safe side, so hopefully you guys understand that. And, you know, I think that there are even, like, many Catholics who are taking exception to what this man is saying. Believe it or not. Really? Oh, yeah. They're not happy with him. He is, I believe, he is definitely moving towards, you know, the one world religion. Mm-hmm. The formation of that. So, we, you know, we can see it happening. This is a sad headline. Mom charged with attempted murder after she abandoned her newborn baby in a gas station trash can. And that's men's hearts waxing cold right before our eyes, day after day. Californians are battling more flooding as record-setting rainfall and high winds slam the state. Just week after week, we're talking about it. They've got dams breaching and everything. We saw a video where a dam was breaching over there, and it was on the verge of water going in and destroying, you know, someone's property in their orchard. Do you know what they did, Dina? They literally loaded dirt up on the truck beds of a couple pickup trucks, and they drove those trucks into the location where the flood waters were pouring in to use them to stop the flood. I mean, that is incredible. California has been hit really bad lately. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Now we've had flooding in Peru, at least six dead. And since I mentioned mentioning floods, please go over to our Facebook page, End Times Floods and see it for yourself. Uh, We can't mention everything here on the show, but you can certainly go over there, subscribe, share, and just scroll down and see what's going on for yourself. The pictures don't lie, and there's a lot going on. We still have that massive 5,000-mile-wide seaweed moving towards the United States, and that's going to be very problemsome for everything from you know, Mexico below all the way up to the Atlantic side of the United States coast, that's going to be real problematic for vacationing people and that industry because it's ugly. It's really coming. They've never seen anything like this before. Okay. It's apocalyptic. Yes, it is. It is. It's huge. And it's going to it's gonna come into shore, and it's really going to destroy the, the industry over there, the tourism. It's going to affect tourism and businesses all along the coast, I think. They're going to have to try to get it out of there. It's going to it's gonna be quite an effort to move that much seaweed, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, we have floods and earthquake-ravaged Turkey killing at least 14. I mean, after they've had all that other stuff going on, they've got floods and more death and speaking of you know something like floods floods bring landslides and we have a california homes 
are dangling from cliffs as the landslides are causing problems statewide. And so we have a page about that. So go over there to Facebook, End Times Landslides, and take a look at that. Because, Dina, we have an increase in landslides worldwide, and we've been trying to report on it, but it's unbelievable. We've got landslides from flooding, we've got mudslides, we've got avalanches, and we've got rock slides. We've got it all. <laughs> the, the mountains are coming down, so I think people really need to go check that out. That is a huge sign. Yeah, go check it out, you guys. Another apocalyptic sign of these end days. And it's not normal. None of this is no. normal stuff. Neither are the sinkholes. No, not at all. And we have a page for that, too. It's a end time sinkholes. Same thing. Yeah, you guys can find these uh, pages that she has. You type in end times and then colon sinkholes or end times floods, end times signs in the sky end times first you'll um be able to find it plus i'll have it underneath this video right right okay well let's take a look we did have a colombian coal mine blast killing 11 and there were 10 more trapped and i'm not sure what the update is on in that but we have a lot of things going on there was a hurricane cyclone freddy which really did a lot of damage over in that area that it was in. Okay, well, we've got something that happened over in Malawi, in that area. Tropical Cyclone Freddy has killed at least 326 people after it ripped through southern Malawi. And this is a real mess, Dina. I mean, wow, we're talking landslide, mudslides, everything is gone, okay? Yeah, Dorothy, 39, was sleeping when she woke up in a deafening noise resembling the sound of an airplane. She said it was around 12, and I heard the the sound accompanied by shouting from people upland. And what followed was a torrent of muddy water accompanied by rocks and trees sliding down the mountain. All her possessions were washed away. Everything Uh. is gone. On. I was doing small-scale business selling vegetables because my husband died in 2014. I've been supporting the children from the little that I have, she added, and it was all taken out. I mean, wow, these tragedies that we're reading about and seeing, it's just mm-hmm. unreal. Well, here's something kind of strange and bizarre, and I'll mention it. A family alleged that their toddler incurred injuries at the child's daycare. The child came home, get this, on his arms and on his back were bites, human bites. And altogether, he had eight bites. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know. And... I, I, you know, it, the daycare workers didn't say anything. They delivered him like everything was normal. And his body's just covered with bite marks. I, I mean, to me, that's demonic. Okay. Yes. That's just, just horrible. So this is really getting to be a crazy world. Here's another headline that we get. East Palestine soil contains dioxin levels hundreds of times over cancer risk threshold. And so East Palestine 
Ohio residents concerns about the enduring impact of last month's fiery train derailment are likely to intensify following the release of data showing that levels of dioxin in the soil near the wreck site are far higher than the cancer risk threshold recommended by federal scientists. And dioxin is a toxic and carcinogenic byproduct of burning vinyl chloride, a hazardous chemical that at least five Norfolk Southern trains were carrying when they derailed in early February, sparking a full-blown environmental and public health disaster. And that's pretty concerning, especially when they were taking some of the refuse from the cleanup into other areas, other, you know, locations, Mm -hmm. states even. Mm -hmm. Indonesian's Merapi volcano erupts violently again as it enters its most active phase since 2021. Oh, you've heard about this, Dina. ICC issues arrest warrant against Putin over war crimes. (laughs) What are the chances they're going to be able to arrest him? Well, not very good, I assume. And uh, Dmitry Medvedev, he mm-hmm. really got angry about that. And I'm sure he yeah. threatened they kind of threatened to bomb the Hague. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what about here's another one they're trying to arrest. Trump. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Yeah. They're trying to arrest yeah. him too. Well, and for anybody who doesn't know ICC, that stands for International Criminal Court, and they deliberately picked the issue of children for its emotional impact when it issued warrants of arrest against Russians President Vladimir Putin and his children's right commissioner, said international criminal lawyer Christopher C. Black, commenting on the ICC's move. Well, I mean, the truth of the matter is war is ugly, no matter how you slice it. And when you release a bunch of troops into an area for fighting, things are going to happen, unfortunately, right? And I'm not excusing anybody, but I'm just saying there's probably abuses on both sides of the fence. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. It's war. So it's going to go both ways. And the way it's going right now, there's going to be, this is going to turn into a world war. I believe it's already started. I believe we are at the beginning stages of this, but a full-blown war between NATO, you know, Russia, I think China's going to jump in. I mean, you know, the the president was just visiting with Russia this week with Putin. Yeah. President exactly. Xi. Yeah. So. And they, you know, they say there's changes coming. <laughs> we don't know what, but that's what they're saying Well, from their meeting. They're also... Another something, something else is very interesting. They were talking about a world order. and probably. Yeah, knocking the United States off that world order, which makes perfect sense because, you know, we talked about this before. We don't see the U.S. in Ezekiel chapter 38, 39. We don't see us there. This is in line with prophecy. It sure is. It sure is. Well, let's keep moving forward through the news. We've got a tremendous amount. Atmospheric rivers generate deadly flooding in Utah, stranding hikers. There were hikers going through the canyon area, and they got stranded in there because of flooding, which is very unusual for that part of the country. And we've talked about this before. The dry places are flooding, and places that are normally wet are in drought conditions all over the planet. There's a lot of that going on. And 
there was a volcano eruption 15,000 feet in the air, a plume in DR Congo and Naya Luma Gira volcano. So that's one to watch. And volcanoes are going off all over the place. It's just a lot of activity. A lot of volcano activity in dormant volcanoes in Alaska right now. We've been watching that. We have had at least 16 dead following a powerful earthquake in Ecuador. And that's another thing we watch are the earthquakes. We've had a lot of earthquakes going on around the world. And this is interesting. The Trilateral Commission calls 2023 year one of new world order. Nikkei Asia. This is the Trilateral Commission is a non-governmental organization that seeks to deepen understanding between the U.S., Europe, and Asia. That's who they are. And then we had millions of dead fish wash up near Australia in a town called Menendee. And honestly, if you haven't seen these pictures, Dina, it is apocalyptic. I did see some pictures briefly. Yeah, bad There's no other word for it. We're talking about a good, long-size river of dead fish solid and people everywhere are talking about this they say it has to do with you know drought conditions and other things but i don't know it it looks it doesn't look normal at all we're talking about a good sized river just wall-to-wall solid fish dead in this town terrible it's not normal but you can find these pictures easily over on our end times mass animal deaths page So, you know, be sure to go over there and check that out. You're going to see a lot of stuff that you probably didn't know is going on around the world. Okay. And oh, by the way, that earthquake in Ecuador was 6.7. That's a pretty good sign. Yeah. And, you know, we can't get through a show without bringing up North Korea, right? (laughs) It's nearly impossible now. Um, He's in the news every day. We had a U.S. B-1B strategic bomber return to South Korea as North Korea fires missile. This is a report from Seoul saying a U.S. nuclear-capable B-1B strategic bomber returned to South Korea for joint exercises just 16 days after its previous deployment as the capital of North Korea fired yet another ballistic missile into the East Sea, according to the Defense Ministry. The drills took place in skies over Korean Peninsula as part of the Freedom Shield exercise that has been underway since March 13, and also involved F-35A stealth fighter jets of South Korea and US F-16 fighters, the ministry said. So, okay, we've got a whole lot going on. And North Korea is very threatened by these activities and claims that, you know, they're mounting a campaign against them and they will respond in like kind. And that is what we're hearing from Kim Jong-un, the leader over there. The latest missile simulated nuclear counterattack, and he continues to test missiles and fire them over near Japan and to their waters, you know, by Tokyo. And he's just very busy pumping missiles out and, and shooting them off and threatening and making threats. His, his sister comes out and threatens the United States and the Western world, and they're very busy right now. But one thing they're not busy doing is feeding their people because their people are starving over there. Yes. They will, I've heard they have not engaged in imports and exports for three years. 
They've isolated themselves from the world and they are trying to be self-contained. But in the process, they're, they cannot feed their own people because they've had a lot of things like floods over there as well. Another thing is they do nuclear testing underground and we're hearing that the groundwater over there and the soil is contaminated for farming and food purposes and water. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so things are really bad over there. And even the leader of South Korea, he has opened his arms to North Korea and said, anytime, you know, they want to open the border and allow them to bring food into their people, they, you know, they have food to feed North Koreans. But Kim Jong-un refuses to accept their offer. Gee, that's just selfishness and pride. No thought for his people. Yeah. So here's another tragic situation. California crops lost after these floods. How much of the U.S. will feel the shortage? And then another one is Monterey County, California farms inundated. Crops likely lost following devastating flooding. So too much thing rain is sinking farmers' bottom lines across California's central coast. The area some call America's salad bowl more resembles a soup bowl as round after round of atmospheric river-fueled storms overwhelm farmland. We all may start to notice a difference in the grocery store as some staples become harder to find. Okay, so we have a page for that. It's called End Times Famine on Facebook. So go over there and check that out because these kinds of headlines are really coming across our desk. Dina, we've got something to look up for besides the rapture of the church. It's called Planet Palooza. It's a sign in the sky for sure when five planets will be visible in the night sky. They're I've calling, heard about that. Oh, yeah. They're calling all astronomy enthusiasts. The end of March is going to be a great time to planet gaze with five planets will be visible on March 28. So mark your calendar. That includes Venus, Jupiter, Mars, Mercury, and Uranus. Venus will be one of the easier ones to see. It will be the biggest planet in the sky. So look to the west to see Venus after sunset. Mars will also be easier to identify. It will be appearing red and bright high in the southwest sky. So that is definitely a sign in the sky. And we have a page for that. For anybody that's interested, it's called End Time Signs in the Skies. That's really one of my favorite pages because we are are getting some really amazing photos over there from all over the world. And I implore you to take a few minutes to go over there and check that out. Right, Dina? Some amazing photos, you guys. Okay, we had a avalanche wet snow tumbles over Swiss Alps cliff. And so, like I mentioned before, we're really seeing a whole lot of that activity around the world. At the end of last week's show... I mentioned that there was a deal that was formed, an agreement of sorts that would keep Russia open for Ukrainian grain to be shipped into global markets to feed, you know, basically parts of Africa or, and also Europe. Because Ukraine is a breadbasket for wheat and other things. But they feed a lot of people. And with the war going on, there has been a big concern about this. And they continue to have this program, this treaty drawn up that enables the Ukraine to ship out their wheat, to export it into markets so that, you know, a lot of people can get fed. So the agreement was to be readdressed 
and renegotiated on March 18th. Well, it was done. They did do it. But this headline is very concerning. And it says Putin warns Russia could drop grain deal after 60 days. Now, this is from Associated Press office in Moscow. It says Russian President Vladimir Putin reaffirmed on Monday that Moscow has agreed to extend deal allowing the exports of Ukrainian grain to global markets only for 60 days and could drop it altogether if its conditions aren't met. And so speaking at a parliamentary meeting in Moscow attended by lawmakers from African countries, Putin emphasized that Russia expects the facility of exports of its own agricultural products as part of a package agreement. A fair and comprehensive implementation of the Black Sea grain deal can only be ensured if our position is taken into account, and depending on that, we will deal with the issue of our of further participation in it. The UN and Turkey brokered July's agreement that allowing Ukraine, one of the world's key bread baskets, to ship food and fertilizer from three of its Black Sea ports. And so, you know, I have to also mention that 45% of the world fertilizer comes from Russia, Belarus, and this area. And that's a serious figure, okay? And we did hear from leaders from Sudan that said if they are in the future, if this grain shipment is blocked, uh, there will be starvation. The people will starve. Oh, yeah. And um, so, you know, we've got a lot going on. Now, you know that we have had terrible things going on in Turkey. They've had over 100,000 buildings seriously damaged or completely destroyed between Turkey and Syria. When they had the 7.7 earthquake, Mm -hmm. they had a couple very large earthquakes. We know that there's about 900,000 people living in tent camps there. They're facing issues of flooding because a dam broke. They had a gorge open up. And now, get this, they've had hailstones hitting them. Wow. Yeah, they had a hailstorm come in. So they are really getting a lot of stuff happening there, right? And they ended up having, uh, Dina, they had, I think it was somewhere between 46,000 and 50,000 people died. They would have been in their beds at the time of the earthquake about 4 o'clock in the morning. And it just, it hit them without any warning. And they have over 100,000 people injured. And those injuries could be quite severe. So, I mean, they've really, really uh, been hit. That is why it's so important, you guys. I go back to what uh, you said, Susan, about people being asleep in their beds. That is how quick eternity can happen. You can be here one minute and the next you go to bed thinking, you know, I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and you wake up someplace else. For those that have a relationship with Jesus, they'll wake up in glory. For those that do not, they will wake up in hell. So, you know, just something to think about before you go to bed at night, every single day of your life, walk with Jesus, get right with him, repent, get your houses in order. Because what happened to these people in Turkey, to those that fell asleep, will be similar to the rapture. He'll come as a thief in the night. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. That's exactly, you know, how I feel about it. It's like uh, people talk, well, when is the rapture? Well, <laughs> people are getting raptured daily out of their, you know, lives from all these catastrophic events. So we need to be ready now. 
Um, not worry about trying to identify when the rapture is coming exactly because we know it's coming and we don't need to know the exact day or hour because honestly only god knows that now we know we can know the season and we're in the season so people are being you know removed from the earth through the birth pain events which we are in we're actually in something called birth pain events Mm -hmm. leading up to the rapture which they just like birth pains they come closer together and stronger and that's exactly why God used that as a as an illustration of what to look for. And so it's it's literally coming to pass because we don't know these details. We have to just be always on the ready, right? That's right. Always be ready, you guys. How can you be ready? Well, give your heart and your life to Christ. Completely surrender it. Ask him for forgiveness of your sins. Repent of your sins. Turn away from them. Do them no more and talk to Jesus every single day. Read the Word of God, Old Testament, New Testament. I'd start in the New Testament. You know, you can start in the book of John if you want so that you can learn the life of Jesus. Um, You can get involved with a Bible-believing church that believes that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. There are still good churches out there, but you just got to be careful. You know, there's a lot of lukewarm churches too and uh, get baptized by water but mainly you know uh, joining a church is great getting baptized is great but you know it comes down to having a relationship with him and repentance and surrendering um, your will to the will of the father you know and walking with him every day and it's god is so easy because he loves you so much it's so easy to have a relationship with him. He says that if we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. That if we call upon him, he will answer. So, you know, I invite you all today to seek the face of Jesus. Go to him in your own words and and talk to him in your own words and ask him for forgiveness. Ask him, you know, to help you in your walk with him. If you've got sin in your life, he'll deliver you. He will help you. He will heal you. He'll be your constant companion. And if you have any questions, um, Susan and I are here for you as well. Amen. Amen. And you can talk to Jesus too. He can He can be the person that you go to the most for those things. And he'll lead people to you to help you if you ask for the help. I, I know that for a fact. Yes, but, uh, he will. That's true. He will. He, You know, a relationship with him is going to be the best relationship you will ever have. Because he loves you perfectly, perfectly. And, and, you know, something else that's amazing about God is that once you, there are many things that are amazing about him. But once you go and you ask him for forgiveness of sins and you repent of that sin, he throws it as far as east is from west and remembers it no more. We can't even do that. We go back and look at the things that we've done and we feel badly about them. But God, he, and there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Okay, so don't be feeling condemned. Once you've given him your sin and have repented of it and turned away from it, you know, he's forgotten about it, you know, so we have to move on from that. Yeah, he wants, it's the best relationship you'll ever have and he wants a relationship with you. That's amazing that the God that created you, that he created this entire, you know, universe, 
He created the trees and the rocks and the mountains and the ocean and, and the sky and the planets. That God, only God, the one true God, wants you and wants a relationship with you forever, for eternity. Seek him today. That's it. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Moving along now. (laughs) Well, and you know, this world is, you know, you can see it's hopeless. We're in a very hopeless world, but with Jesus, there's hope. There's hope for the future. And I don't know why you'd want to, you know, deny yourself from access to the the only hope that exists for the, for a lost worlds. But anyway, well, I do want to mention a few things before we close. Let's take a look at this one. Saudi King invites Iranian president to visit for first time in 25 years. After striking their historic peace deal, which was mediated by China and Beijing over a week ago, Iran and Saudi Arabia continue to make strikes toward full normalization of ties after being arch enemies for decades. And before that, their peoples have having been rival for centuries when it comes to the religious Shia-Sunni divide. So that's historic right there. And, it's you know, it's definitely Israel's enemies getting together. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think that's well, what Saudi, that's about. Saudi Arabia tried to be, they try to act like they're um, Israel's friend. They try. Yeah. Well, and... there's a reason for that, Dina. And I'll tell you what I think it is. Yeah, tell us. Okay, well, Saudi Arabia has a lot of money from petrol, right? Mm -hmm. And they built quite a kingdom for themselves over there with uh, all of, you know, the West's money. And they don't really want to get involved in warring between Iran and Israel or Iran and anybody, okay? (laughs) And they don't want to get involved in their religious feuds. And they certainly have no interest in having their infrastructure destroyed because they've got quite a lot of money invested in, you know, Dubai and all these amazing, you know, structures they build and the wealth they've amassed, right? So they don't really want war. And so I believe that when Israel sends fighter planes to defend themselves, I think the Saudis kind of look the other way, like, okay, you can pass over our airspace. We'll just kind of look over here Mm -hmm. while you do that. And then they allow the Israelis to kind of keep the peace in the, in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And then they don't have to lift a finger. They just kind of, okay. And they don't want to get involved, but at the same time, they don't want their beautiful infrastructure destroyed in war of any kind. Yeah. And so I think that's what they're doing. I think they're just like, okay, we'll just kind of look over here. You guys go on and fly over, you know, let them get their hands dirty. And so they don't have to. Well, and they do it in the book of Ezekiel too, during the war, when Russia goes in there with Iran and Turkey and other nations and tries to invade Israel, uh, Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia says, hey, you know, that's not cool, but they really don't get involved. Right. They object it, but they don't really do anything. They don't want to be involved. No way. But they do want nuclear weapons. Well, they want that. They want to defend themselves. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, how about this one? 186 more banks at risk. This is crisis is far from over. That is from our friends at Prophecy News Watch over there. Mm-hmm. It says they are desperately trying to plug one leak in the system after another. But what happens if the entire system suddenly comes crashing down all around them? 
So again, we have to watch this is going on. It started out with that Silicon Valley bank collapse earlier this month, and 186 more banks are currently at risk of failure. Even if only half of their depositors decide to withdraw their funds, a new study has discovered. That is because the Federal Reserve's aggressive interest rate hikes to damp down inflation have eroded the value of bank assets such as government bonds and mortgage-backed securities. The recent declines in bank asset values very significantly increased the fragility of the U.S. banking system to uninsured depositors' runs. Economists wrote in a recent paper published on the Social Science Research Network. So uh, this is more Bible prophecy coming together at a rapid rate, at a rapid rate. And here's a headline I want to mention. This is going on. This one is in Seattle, but this is all over the United States. There is this zombie drug. Police warned horrific new fentanyl mix called Trank has arrived in the Seattle area. And I know they're suffering big time with it in locations like Philadelphia, for example. And... Trank is short for tranquilizer because it's derived from animal tranquilizer. That's what they're using. They put it into, uh, they mix it in with fentanyl. And I was watching a presentation on this from a former drug user. And he says that, like, if you use fentanyl, you need to get a high within so many hours. But the trank, if you take it, you need to get a high within a couple hours. So your downtime is way shorter. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so they require it more frequently than even fentanyl users, which is pretty hardcore stuff, right? And the other thing about trank is it's a it's called the flesh eating drug and it's literally eating the flesh off its user. You just can't believe this is going on. And I was watching this documentary about there are people who literally voluntarily go out in the streets and like you know change the wounds of the people using this drug because it, it just is eating the flesh off of them. Oh, how heartbreaking. I know. I mean, I can't believe I'm talking about this, but this is demonic. This is like, because, you know, the Bible talks about in the last days there will be sorcery. And if you check the translation on the word sorcery, it, it's actually literally pharmakia. The Bible, you know, infers that sorcery is witchcraft and related to drug use is all, you know, interrelated, we'll put it that way. This is very serious. This is going to be the scourge over, you know, as time goes on. It'll certainly be something that goes on during tribulation, and we can see it forming up. Anyone who wants more information on these kinds of things, we do have a, a Facebook page called End Times Drug Use. And you can go over there and see what's going on there with some of this stuff. Pretty interesting, but horrific at the same time. A earthquake swarm rattled central volcanic region of New Zealand. Record number of dolphin strandings are reported along France's Atlantic coast. And that has been horrible to watch. Deadly floods sweep through northern Syria, leaving many without homes and you know, they had that terrible earthquake over there recently, so they're getting hit pretty heavy. 
Mm-hmm. And I mentioned before that there was a 6.8 in Ecuador. Well, there were 330 homes destroyed in that area. Oh, and here's a new headline. Freddie, which I mentioned in Malawi, they had 300 dead. Now it's up to 582 with hundreds missing. Oh, that's So that's terrible. a very, oh, I mean, wow. These headlines, I'm telling you, we're really, really in it now. A volcanic update is alert level raised at three volcanoes in the U.S. Magmatic uplift at Anik Chak, Alaska. Thousands of earthquakes rattle Chile's Negro, Ecuador, and Colombia. So, so much going on around the world with all these kinds of things. This is shocking. There is a professor who has said unwanted children do worse in school, so it's okay to abort them. I mean, wow. Can you believe this? That is demonic. Oh, Yeah. Yes. What with these people? I know. Terrible. That, that's the argument made by abortion advocate in Texas A&M economics professor Jason Lindo in a recent court filing. The case in question is Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine versus FDA in which medical practitioners are arguing the Food and Drug Administration's approval of chemical abortion drugs was reckless and illegal. Lindo argued in defense of the FDA's abortion pills, citing his research on economic effects of abortion and contraceptive policies. Wow, that's that's as low as you go, maybe, I'm guessing. But Biden administration makes Coast Guard pay for abortion travel, giving 21 days leave for killing babies. I just don't have words for what's going on there, right? But we've got avian flu surging around the world from Chile to Japan and Belgium. Again, go over to mass animal deaths page, end times mass animal deaths. We had a 6.5 earthquake that struck Afghanistan with tremors felt in Pakistan and India. That's a pretty big deal. Pakistan's meteorological department said the earthquake measured at the magnitude 6.8, they're saying, with the epicenter being in Hindu Kush Mountain, range near the remote northern Afghan province at a depth of 117 miles. Okay, wow. Now here is a serious headline. Medvedev, Dmitry Medvedev, deputy chairman of the Security Council of the Russian Federation, and he's like the right arm of Putin, right, has threatened to launch a missile strike against the International Criminal Court in The Hague, which had earlier issued an arrest warrant. So, Dina, you were right about this. Yeah, it's some crazy stuff. They also want to bomb London. Did you hear about that? That was earlier this week. Well, here's a direct quote from him. Gentlemen, everyone walks under God and missiles. It is quite possible to imagine the targeted use of hypersonic onyx from the North Sea by Russian ship at the Hague Court building. Unfortunately, it cannot be shot down, and the court is just a poor international organization, not the population of a NATO country. That's why they won't start a war. They are afraid, and no one will feel sorry for them. So judges of the court look carefully at the sky. Remember I mentioned just a little bit ago that France had a bunch of dolphins wash up on their Atlantic coast side? Yeah. The figure is 910 dolphins. Okay, so that's a lot of dolphins, Dina. Yes, it is. I love dolphins. Yeah, and here's another thing. Remember we talked about Putin being kind of a bit of a, of you know, 
I don't know, kind of a murderous, you know, he's murdering people. Anyone that speaks out against him, they end up going, falling out of buildings. They end up poisoned. poisoned. Well, here's the latest one. A Russian musician who criticized Vladimir Putin found dead in the most bizarre circumstances. It was an a founder of a Russian electronic pop group, which released a song criticizing Russian President Vladimir Putin has been found dead. Dmitry Sergovinov was the founder of a popular group called Cream Soda. Their song Aqua Disco criticized Putin's lavish mansion, which is thought to be worth $1.3 billion, and became an anthem sung at anti-war protests in Russia. And the protests were soon called Aqua Disco Parties. Well, you can just imagine how much Putin loved that, right? Oh, yeah. Well, one of this guy's lyrics talks about drowning, you know, somehow he mentions drowning in his lyrics, and that's what happened to him. He drowned. So, you know, you can't say for sure there's a connection, but it's not sounding good. Awfully suspicious. Very. And so this would be over 40 people dead who are journalists, oligarchs, former uh, military generals, and other, uh, you know, notable celebrity-type people of celebrity status that are turning up dead after they have been outspoken against, you know, Putin or the Ukrainian war, anything having to do with that. So now here's another headline that we have to cover. A warning issued U.S. NATO bombers fly in formation as show of force to Vladimir Putin, Russia. So the United States and NATO sent a message to Putin on Wednesday. U.S. nuclear B-52 bombers were flanked by NATO fighting in a V formation in a video released by NATO. The United States and NATO sent a message to Putin on Wednesday. U.S. nuclear B-52 bombers flanked by NATO, came into the area. It's a show of might featuring U.S. jets along with those from Italy, Spain, and Romania. Comes after Russian planes intercepted a pair of bombers this week. It also shows an incident in which Russia brought down a drone over the Black Sea. And we knew about that. We talked about that last week. So this is sort of a tit-for-tat kind of thing. And uh, FYI, Vladimir Putin bans Kremlin staff from using iPhones over spying fears from the United States. We certainly can see that this is, you know, a lot of, I don't know, I, you know, they're, they're provoking each other, it, it seems to me. Yes, absolutely. And again, you know, like you said before, it's going to lead to, you know, it's going to lead to something. And, uh, this is not going to end well, I'm afraid, okay? But that's why we need Jesus more than ever, right? Amen. Yes, absolutely. Okay, here's a headline. Five dead as Tanzania detects first ever Marburg virus outbreak. Tanzania has confirmed eight cases of Marburg, a high-death viral hemorrhagic fever with symptoms broadly similar to those of Ebola in its first ever outbreak, according to WHO. Well, if it's anything like Ebola, that's not good. Ebola is probably one of the worst scourges on the planet. If you know anything about it, it's bad, really bad. And, you know, we want them to contain that for sure. And we did talk about this last week. I'll mention it again. We continue to see these headlines. 
alien mothership lurking in our solar system could be watching us with tiny probes, Pentagon officials suggest. Could an alien mothership be hovering around the solar system, sending out tiny probes to explore planets? According to a Harvard scientist and a Pentagon official, it's possible. Okay, so there you have it. I mean, just most recently, I have seen, regarding UFOs, I have seen, and not just UFOs, but extraterrestrial aliens and all of that kind of thing. I have seen the Vatican talking about it, senators, congressmen, other world leaders, Pentagon, Harvard, other universities, and even mainstream publications most recently, like, you know, just all the mainstream publications are talking, Popular Mechanics is talking about uh, engineering coming from, you know, found alien technology. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely crazy. But it's definitely, you know, pointing towards what? We know uh, that the enemy is going to use such topics to explain away the coming rapture, which we know is, you know, according to the Bible, if you go by the Bible, it's right at the door. And all these things that we talked about today are just evidence that that is truly the case. Now, for anybody who's been in California during these heavy rainfall and strong winds, they have been hit with lost power because more than 700,000 people lost power this week. And that's a lot of people without electricity. Well, in closing, Dina, I want to just give this last final headline. We did have a strong 6.5 earthquake hitting Argentina at an intermediate depth. And so the earthquakes keep coming. But that's going to do it for me. I'm going to close it out and thank everybody for hanging in with us for this entire hour because we've covered a lot of ground. Yes, we have from top to bottom in Times News headlines. So I want to thank you, Susan for sharing all of these heated headlines that are boiling over into these end days. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in. You can find this listed on our YouTube channels. You can find it on Susan's Marriage Supper of the Lamb YouTube channel, and which will be listed underneath this video. Of course, here on my channel, and then also on our Jesus 24-7 Rumble channels, and also on BitChute, and on podcast, Google, Apple, Anchor, and Spotify. And we'd love to hear from all of you, so please do leave your comments below this video. Susan, is there anything else you'd like to add? Yes, just, uh, you know, to be sure to come back next week as we cover seven more days of headlines that have been published in international publications and news sources like AP and other reliable news sources and to see uh, what they're publishing and how it lines up with the Bible exactly. And if you want to know how this correlates with the Bible better, I recommend that you go to our Revelation for Beginners series, which is a 22-chapter series we do, and also we're releasing the Daniel for Beginners every week, and you want to watch that too. So thanks a lot for uh, joining us on Jesus 24-7. There you go. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Susan, and thank you to everybody that has tuned in. God bless.